What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a somewhat bonus episode of the Easy Peasy Podcast. Um, you know, this is kind of WTF forum territory that I'm going into today, kind of unexpectedly. Uh, it's Friday evening. You know, I've I've got other stuff I could be doing, but I've just got too many clips here um, about the Maui fires that are seeming to trickle through uh, what appears to be a massive media blackout as far as what's going on over in Hawaii, uh, specifically on Maui. And I just thought I'd like do a live and just see how it goes. I'm just going to kind of run through these clips and maybe provide some commentary. Um, I think I'll just let these clips kind of speak for themselves for the most part, though. And it looks like we might have someone in the comments. Uh, let's see here. Before we get ripping, Stella Q, you, you saw I kind of screwed up that first take. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's no shame in it when there's only friends on the other side of the screen. So I'm not too worried. Um, you know, like I said, this is definitely WTF territory, but there's so many individual clips. I thought I should just do it as a bonus episode and maybe we can break it down and talk about it on the next forum. Um, so yeah, here we go. Let me, let me get these rolling. Um, this is actually not the best clip to start with. Uh, let's, let's go to the next one here. This is, you know, I'm just seeing a lot of conflicting kind of stuff. Actually, it's not even conflicting. It seems like it's pretty consistent as far as rumors being confirmed. Um, apologies for the clunkiness here, guys. This was not, like I said, something I was planning on doing. So bear with me. I was in my truck going to check on some uh, customers' properties, and all of a sudden, all the roads were being blocked off right in front of me, and I, from the cops... And I would go to the next street and that would be blocked off and the next one. And they just blocked everything off, forced everybody down on front street in which then the flames were coming over our vehicles, not on our vehicles, but the flames are coming over top of our vehicles. What, what street do you want at this point in time? Front street. You're on front street yes. itself. Yep. So you got directed onto front street. Yep. Where did you start when you started this journey? I was going down the highway and they blocked it off and wouldn't let me go any further. So you were coming from La Neopoco? No, I was coming from uh, Waikuli. Why? Okay, so you're heading going down the you're highway. You're heading south. And then they they stopped they stopped us from going up on the bypass. Then they wouldn't let me go past the bypass to the other exits to go up there. Um, then, so you couldn't go up the bypass. No. And then then all of a sudden they said everybody's off get off this highway go down this way down into town. Then they started blocking everything off there and then you were down on Front Street. And I got all the way down to Safeway. And so you got corralled onto yes, Front Street. You yes. started on Honopilani Highway. Yes. And you ended up on Front Street. Yes. Couldn't go anywhere. They just said, go north, go north, go north. And then when we got on Front Street, the embers were coming over the buildings and landing on our vehicles. And we're all in a line trying to get to the end of Front Street to go north, like they told us to, not knowing that the police blocked off the end of Front Street so nobody could move. And then everybody panicked. 
and they all started driving. Everybody went up on the sidewalks and through yards, took out the other lane. Nobody, and then all of a sudden, nobody could move anywhere. So all I did was try to inch my way over to another yard and drive up through a, a, a sidewalk, come back around, and then I went. The cops were moving around one exit, so I ended up getting up on the highway, even though they trying to direct me another way, and then I hightailed it to home. So you basically had to climb up on sidewalks and go against what the cops were telling you you could do. You, to had, to, you had to break traffic laws, essentially. Basically, yeah. Right. I'm not saying it's yeah, a bad yeah, thing. I'm yeah, just saying the nobody, only way to do it was to cross that line, yeah, essentially. Well, yeah, nobody could move, and nobody knew where, where to go, and I said, I'm getting out of here no matter what. Right. I just, I went. And then they started following me, and, I, and then I got to my house. And, and your house is where? Wyakuli. It was right by the chart house, just across the highway. Okay, okay. And um, then I, I thought I was safe there. I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. There was a fire downtown. Okay, I understood, but I didn't think it was going to affect everybody. Right. And then all of a sudden, our neighbor came over and said, you need to get out of here now. And we're like, what's going on? Because we didn't hear no sirens, no nothing. And then we found out that the... They didn't want to sound the sirens because that would direct everybody up onto the high grounds, which would have solved a lot of problems. Like a tsunami warning. Yeah. Warning. yeah. They didn't want to confuse people with a tsunami warning. How did you find that out? Um, several, several people several said that. Actually, they're saying it on the radio now. So somebody made a call to not sound the siren because it would. That's what we heard. Interesting. But you did not get evacuated. I even stopped at the roadblock to, to go to the other side to pick up supplies for people. Yeah, tell us what happened that night. Um, so it, it was at Ma'alaya is where the barricade was. And I and you were told you could leave stopped, and come back and get and stuff. And I said, look, I'm going across right there to the gas station to get gas and ice and come right back. Can I leave and come back? And You're asking said, this to, 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 to the, the police officer at the blockade yes. in Ma'alaya on the, on the poly, yes. right there after the poly. Okay. Yep. So I went. There, got my gas, got right back in line and to come back, and they blocked us off and said nobody can go to the west side. So the same officer that just said you could come back allowed you to go get your supplies, but you just went to the gas station right there in right. Malaya. He got orders. I'm not saying. I'm not, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying but he you, got you, orders. And still missing. Food and water for the victims was being withheld. Victims, along with the rest of the world, are still being lied to. Mainstream media is starting to publish articles like this one, which says, in deadly Maui fires, many had no warning and no way out. Those who dodged barricades survived. As flames tore through a West Maui neighborhood, car after car of fleeing residents headed for the only paved road out of town in a desperate race for safety. And car after car was turned back toward the rapidly spreading wildfire by a barricade blocking access to Highway 30. One family swerved around the barricade and was safe in a nearby town 48 minutes later. Another drove their four-wheel drive car down a dirt road to escape. A key takeaway is that only those who disobeyed survived. Children. There seems to be a huge emphasis on ensuring that the media and anyone else can't see what's going on here in Lahaina, West Maui. There are miles and miles of this black fence going up that was not here before that is obscuring ground zero and making sure no one can see what's going on inside of there from the road. No one can get in there. No one can take any pictures. And then I've also seen these weird foreign police cars showing up, these special police, what I, I'm not sure what to call them. This is a Nissan, but there's quite a large presence of these standing guard around the perimeter. We've also lost our ability to fly drones really anywhere near this area. Now, this 20-second clip here that I, I tried to get out of my car and show what was going on, 
I was almost immediately after these 20 seconds, National Guard came, chased me off, yelled at me, told me to get back in my car and keep moving. So you cannot pull over. You can't even stop your car anywhere near any of this anymore. Now, I'm going to show you a fairly long clip that shows just the how extensive the fencing is on the western side of the main highway here. And there also is National Guard, regular police, and what I have dubbed special police, which are these police cars that are foreign made. Uh, the people that are driving them are not they don't look like any police I've ever seen in the United States. So kind of a bizarre situation. But they have all they have a, a huge presence standing guard ensuring that nothing can be documented. You can't stop your car. You can't pull over. You can't fly a drone. You can't take a picture. You can't get in anywhere near any of this, which is part of what makes the footage that I have so unique. Now, I always make sure to point out that the footage that I have has been uploaded to the mainland to multiple people. They have the credentials to my social media. So if anything does happen to me, it's not going to prevent the story getting out. But the footage I have both uh, on the ground and, uh, in, and drone, but particularly on the ground is not going to be able to be reproduced with the amount of resources they have put into locking this area down. Now, I am working on another video now that's going to show side by side this same drive a week ago so you guys can compare the, you know, what it's like now and you can see just the amount of fencing, rocks, police, barricades, all of the effort they are putting into this, they are putting a lot of energy into it, uh, which is uh, which is kind of interesting. Uh, I'd be interested in, in hearing your thoughts on it. Now, I also want to point out that the reason I've been able to keep cranking out these videos and ignoring my, not ignoring, but somewhat neglecting my normal job, my, in, my income from my normal job pretty much went away weeks ago when I started all this. The reason I've been able to do that is because I recently put my Zelle in the bio of TikTok, X, and YouTube. And I've had a handful of everyday people making small donations via Zelle. And that has made a huge difference with allowing me to neglect my normal job. And I, I love my normal job. But if I can focus right now on resisting the attack on freedom and resisting the attack on the First Amendment and getting as much of this information out to you guys as quickly as possible, that is absolutely what I want to do. And that is absolutely what I will do. So thank you so much to everybody who has supported me in that way. Uh, you're making a big difference. So thank you for that. And also to all of the people who have kept this story alive by subscribing, by following, by liking, by sharing, by commenting, all of these things have a big impact on the algorithms. So you guys are the reason why this has so much visibility. So thank you so much for that as well. Now here in these clips, you can see the presence of police, including these, uh, what I've dubbed the special police. And you can see all these guys standing guard uh, on the perimeter. And this is not even really the perimeter. This is quite far away from what burned and from ground zero. So apparently they are concerned that somebody will park or stop their car on the side of the road here and go hiking for miles into this area that's just ashes and rubble. So it's very interesting the amount of effort they're putting into this. Anyway, guys, there's a lot more to come. Thank you very much for watching and please stay tuned. This is footage earlier at Napili Park. I didn't feel safe uh, speaking freely about the situation while I was there, but the police are issuing permission slips for residents to freely come and go um, to their homes to other parts How long of the have island. How been in line to get these? Three hours? 
been in line three hours, but it's probably longer now, you know. Okay, I just didn't want to talk over where I was actually speaking uh, live there, but I'm going to walk along the line so you can see there are thousands of people here at this park. There were two separate locations where uh, they, they told people to come get these permission slips, which would allow them to leave their houses, travel to other parts of the island that were unaffected, and return. Now, one very important thing to note with all of this is many of these people, including us, live approximately 20 minutes away from the fire. And we are very, very far away from any structure or any, uh, you know, any building, car, anything like that, that was directly affected by the fire. We watched the fire from very far away and there was no fire here. Uh, another important thing to note is the power is now back on uh, at the time, at least where, where, where we live, the power is back on at the time that I'm making this video. Um, but we do not have uh, communication and we have some other issues still. Now, the thing that I, I don't understand, and I have not, I've asked many people who are police, who work for the mayor's office, I've asked them wh why this is necessary, why people cannot go freely from their houses to other parts of the island that were unaffected and that have medical supplies and other things that they may need and, and free communication to the outside world without having to hop without having to hike to the top of the hill and, and get to a tower on Molokai, which is what I've been having to do. Uh, and, and, and nobody's been able to tell me why this is necessary, what the safety concern is with people who live here uh, leaving their houses and, and returning. Um, but I, I and, and don't believe anything they tell you about this. I mean, a, a lot of people have said, oh, they, the people can do that. But I have interviews of, of many residents saying otherwise, where they were you know, stuck in Kihei, stuck downtown. And so you're given this choice. Uh, and then, they're, then they tell you that, oh, well, there's a medical trailer. There's a medical trailer uh, down in, 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 in Gateway, which is there sometimes and has some things, but it doesn't have the medication that I need. It doesn't have the medication that many other people need. I've interviewed people who cannot get their medication and they're being given a choice of leave your house without being able to potentially come back and be homeless downtown, live in your car, whatever. And then you can get your medication. Then you can get the food you want to eat. Then you can get the, the water you want to drink or stay here and Eat the food that we designate to you. Uh, eat, drink the water. Um, get the information that you need. I've actually been told by multiple people when I've complained about the fact that we don't have free communication to the outside world. I, I've been told all the information that you need is coming from the planes, which is insane. I mean, it's it's basically, you know, these planes fly overhead and they give you these little, uh, you know, five second messages and that's it. That's all we have. And then I've been told, you know, Oh, there's free Wi-Fi here. There's free Wi-Fi there. This I have not found. I've been all over the West side, at least for me personally. And for my wife, we have not been able to connect to any of these uh, Wi-Fi networks with any success. Um, so 
there's a lot of crazy things going on out here. There's a lot of things that are that are not right, in my opinion. Uh, please stay tuned. To ensure that we still stay in this place we call home. This this is a lawsuit that was put on you yesterday at 4.35 p.m. Oh, thank it's you. It's a quorum okay. rental that's supposed to be limiting your powers, questioning the validity of this entire group. People from Lahaina sent you this quorum rental, yet you still feel... Like, it's okay to sit here and talk about programs and housing and how much money you guys lost. And I'm, I'm actually speaking to each of you sitting around this table. Is your name listed as a stakeholder of any of the redevelopment plans regarding a smart city? I can tell you, Department of Planning, DLNR, DBED, housing, all of you, all of these agencies, and I'm not saying to you directly, but you're here representing these agencies, therefore... It is your responsibility to tell the truth. Each one of these agencies have signed on as stakeholders for the redevelopment of a smart city in Maui. Just want to remind you guys that you guys work for us. You guys, you guys work for us. I don't know if you guys forget. You know, a thousand people could come up here and say that they want something. I mean, the way it looks, you guys just go with what is going to further your political career. It's just like we come here to talk about something and then you guys start fighting back with us. You work for us. You don't talk to your boss like that, right? Who talks to their boss like that? Nobody talks to their boss like that. Oh, you cannot go talk to him because he got security. Look at Josh Green, how weak, weak man. What happened? I came inside, what? He got to go check his beverages. What is going on? He's supposed to go. He's supposed to. Please not that. Let's not do yeah. that. This is no, not that kind of a meeting. It's not a political meeting or campaign meeting. Yeah. No, this is serious business. You saying that, that is very, um, that really bothers me. You're not being a waiter. You just talk, you talk to your boss like that. I'm your boss. And for real, these people, they are your boss. Shame is when you do something behind everybody's back. Enough is enough. huh? No. More, more screwing over the people of Hawaii. More, you know, how much? And I can say it again. I can talk about Green. That's your guy's leader. He's not even here. He, he's a guy. He only signs the bill to further his political career. So what is next? He let go for president. And that's, the, that's what you guys look for. Oh, that's the guy I look up to. The guy who screws everybody over to get to the top. I've given testimony so many times. And most of the time, it's like this. Backs are turned. People don't listen. You look like you're sleeping. Where's the emotion? Where's your heart? And when you think about these actions, when you think about the work you do, think about all those people like this guy on his phone right now. It's insulting. It's insulting. Do not forget the people. And Green's actions right there, getting taken out by his handler. Come on, guys. I saw all your faces. I think some of you were shocked too, except for the people whispering in the front because he warned you he was going to walk away. You want to know why? Because he never wants to hear our voices. He wants to silence us every time. He does not listen. I am asking all of you at this table to make sure he listens. But we know very well that you guys, as the third largest stakeholders, the state, do want that land and can take it when you deem it a natural disaster. And that is disgusting. And that is why I'm also here today, because someone needs to call that out. We wanted the samples right away. You guys stop the people from going in. I know it says on there on the door, there is no placards or no signs, but isn't that very, uh, so, so much contradictions that you can't have a sign, you can't have a voice, 
they're like loopholes on paper written by developers and those that are in charge that make the decisions for the state, for the different counties. I've been in this meeting and I've heard developers say the loopholes, they know how to work around it on paper to get things passed through. So Lahaina Strong, people over profit. So how we're gonna first do this in order to really get anything done for this working group to work, we first need to have the leader, Josh Green, remove himself so that real change can take place. What all of you have forgotten here, including the governor who walked out of this office before he could hear public hearing, this emergency proclamation is a fall. This is about unity and this is about coming together and fighting for the rights of the people. Climate change does not exist. Okay. Excuse you me. Okay. No. I, I, I appreciate your comments again. I do, but we really need to stick to the items on the agenda. It is 1110. I don't care about your agenda. You know what? Your agenda can kiss my ass. Children among the missing? Tragically, yes. And I'm just going to be very direct with people uh, always. When the bodies are smaller, we know it's a child. Uh, there was a car we know, for example, that had four people in it. It was obviously a family of four and two children in the back seat. Uh, so we see some of these settings where, or it's a group of seven people in a house and you know when it's children. That's one of the toughest parts of this. And it's also, if I may share with people, uh, it's one of the reasons that we are humbly asking for some patience about going into the ground zero area because some of the sites are too much to share or see from just a human perspective, and also we don't want to disrupt any of the recovery. Okay, I'm going to pause there. So that last guy, first of all, I apologize if that audio on that last clip came in in just one side of the headset. Um, at least it was for me. Not my, not on my end, you know, uh, that was the original video came in that way. So if you only had one earbud and it was like silent for 30 seconds, put your other earbud in, go back. That was the governor, that last clip, Governor Green. And I found the last thing he said to be rather telling. Um, you know, let me, let me play it one more time. I got to pull it back up. Apologies. Um, because he he's talking about not letting anybody disrupt the recovery. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that's kind of what he said. Here, we'll skip to the end. Okay, sketchy. Okay, I, I, my bad, guys. I didn't even play that. I didn't share it. This is clunky. Um, I know... You know, when I when I do this with the WTF forum, I have other people to fill the dead air. So I apologize. Um, also, they tell me when I'm fucking up. So here, let me play that one more time because it's very telling. One of the reasons that we are humbly asking for some patience about going into the. OK, watch his wordplay. Humbly asking for patience about going into the ground zero area. OK. This is words. This is wordsmithing at its finest. They are not asking for permission. They are demanding people stay away. They are putting up miles and miles of fencing. People who live twenty miles away from where the fires were 
aren't allowed to go to their homes either. Like, this is very, very strange. Let me play the rest. Some of the sites are too much to share or see from just a human perspective. So we're keeping you out because it's too gruesome. We, we don't think you can handle seeing the carnage of your own homes, your own cars, your own dead friends and neighbors and family. We are going to protect you from that hmm, discomfort. And also, we don't want to disrupt any of the recovery. Their children. Also, we don't want to disrupt any of the quote unquote recovery, y'all. Recovery. Does this smell like a cover up to anybody else? Does it smell like a land grab to anybody else? You know, I've hesitated to go down this rabbit hole. Um, in some ways, I wasn't even given the option. It seems like all of this just surfaced in the last few days on Twitter. You know, like this information has not been very easy to find. And I I don't know what to say beyond that necessarily at this moment. What I'll do, um, Stella sent a clip in the WTF forum telegram. And uh, let's let's see what it has to say here. Just one moment. I know, guys, I know this is not my smoothest work, but I just felt like this was important to cover uh, and, you know, to get out there. Here we go. Okay, hang on. Just so I get it for the record. People are asking why we can't park and look at these images and take pictures. I just need to know what the law is that says we can't do so, it. What law? Even though this is a regular proclamation, you cannot park or walk on a bypass. Thank you. you. What, uh, what, what law do I reference? What law, what law do I reference? What law do I reference? Auditors, we need you here. I don't know if I'm live. That was fast. What law do you reference? I just want to know what law. Now she's calling somebody in. Emergency proclamation. Are they going to arrest me? What are they going to do? I'm just taking a stand. I'm just asking what law. That's all I want to know. barricade blocking the street so people couldn't get out but the people trying to escape in those cars that you see burnt they were blockade in there the water was shut off firefighters couldn't fight this the local people couldn't save their own homes school was canceled that day you had children our cakey babies and elderly trapped in the homes that's who they're recovering. As, as a Hawaii native, as somebody born and raised on the island of Maui, as somebody who has family and friends and community over there, please keep talking about it. Please keep talking about it. Share videos, comment on posts, like videos. Even if it feels icky liking them, it helps the algorithm. 
push this message, push the, their messages out. Make sure the world knows what is happening, what is really going on, because I can promise you guys this. And of course, I have to say allegedly so I don't get in trouble. You guys are not seeing the same news and social media posts as to what's actually going on there. I, I'm, I'm from Maui. That is my home. And I am not even seeing my friends and family members post about this that are sharing videos. And I'm getting all kinds of conflicting information but I can tell you that the one that's coming from the media, allegedly, and I'm not talking about Maui News or Maui Times or Maui News Now or anything like that because they are being blocked too. But the ones that are coming from the media over here are absolutely trash. It is not true. And they're painting a different picture and they're trying to create division. And they're going to put the blame on the power company or on the firefighters or the first responders. They're following orders. My, my son's father... Um, and his like family and friends and auntie's uncles, you know, all of them were trying to, they, they, ha they were part of a convoy and they were trying to get out there and they were turned away. They told that the, you know, there's too much supplies or whatever. Um, there's three reasons, possible reasons for too much supplies. One is definitely not because they don't need it. It's because the supplies is not being distributed like now meaning. So it's kind of just building up. The other reason it could possibly be is because there's not enough survivors for this. The third reason is they're being lied to. This is what's going to happen. Allegedly, this is what's going to happen. They're going to either stop or slow down shipments of supplies back over there. So restocking stores is going to take longer or it's going to not happen or it's going to happen in these small little shipments. It's going to become a scarcity thing. They are going to say that for whatever reason, shipments can't get out there and restock stores. And then when it comes time to rebuild, they're going to price the shit out of everything. They are going to raise the prices and make it darn near impossible for people to rebuild Realtors are going to be out there trying to buy up the land and sell it to corporations or the tourist industry or, um, you know, one percenters that are trying to go over there and buy up the land and all this dies down and it's quiet. They're going to steal their land. They're going to have no else, no other choice but to sell. They want it to take long. They want people to forget. They want they want people not to be able to afford to rebuild. No. You're not stealing their land and making it state land. You're not going to make it a memorial or claim to make it a memorial so you can do what you want with it. This is the people of Hawaii's land. This is the native Hawaiians land. You don't get to take it. You don't get say over what happens to it after it is their family members and friends and loved ones that are laying there that have passed away and haven't been found. You don't get to say what happens to that ground. I'm, I'm begging you guys. Just keep spreading awareness. Keep reposting the same videos. Even if you get zero views, zero likes, anything. Just keep spreading the same videos. Keep spreading the information. Make sure the world knows. knows. Get loud. Obnoxiously loud about it. And I understand that people go on with their life. And I understand that people are suffering and all that kind of stuff. But if we actually came together, if we started right here, right now on this current event and all the other current events, if we started right now and said, no, enough is enough, they would be forced to listen to us. And I'm not insinuating a riot or suggesting an uprising or anything like that. I'm simply saying to use your voice.
So, this is really weird. You remember how FEMA was blocking people from bringing food, water, and gas to the people in Hawaii? Well, the water that FEMA has been supplying has been making everyone sick. I'm sure it's just a coincidence, though. And not just that, when they signed the FEMA paperwork to actually get help, they literally forfeit the rights to all their property. It's pesky property owners, they wouldn't sell. And this Illuminati card game that came out decades ago means nothing. Even though the ground has a literal burn mark that'd be caused by something. Maybe something like this. Or this. They think you're stupid. You want to see just how stupid they think you are? This is how stupid. Biden, we are laser focused on getting aid to survivors. Nice choice of words. Gaslighting skills, one million. We have created the People's Fund of Maui. That Why don't you just call up your good buddy Biden? He sent billions, hundreds of billions to Ukraine. We have plenty of money going in from our taxes. We have plenty to take care of Maui. The irony of a fucking billionaire whose mansion did not get touched. You send them money. You and all your rich friends. How about Hollywood all donates? And we keep track of how much you guys send to Maui. You could rebuild that entire town if you wanted to. But we all know what you're up to. All those acres of land, all those missing kids. You're in on it. And we, the people, know it. Like When you see this, you're just going to be like breaking. It's, it's going to break science. If you're a scientist and you understand anything about temperatures and melting points, what we're about to show you is going to change, in my opinion, the whole direction of this entire investigation from what I'm being led to believe. And it just makes logical sense, right? Yeah, it's almost like they're, there's an incinerator nearby and they just dropped the car off. Right. So I'm going to turn the camera on what we're walking up on right now. I want you to notice there's a vehicle that's been here since the beginning. It wasn't dropped off here, obviously. Look at that chair's not melted. You can see it's, here there's a sitting is, in the middle. This is the highest the burn got. Right here, it did not cross the highway. If you look over here, this is the bypass. You can see none of that grass is burned over there. So start to draw some logical conclusions. Oh, look it. We're going to show you some more things as we're walking along here. How did that not disappear? If that, if, that, if this if this melted, how did that cone not completely disappear? Because if you look at this vehicle, and I want you to notice the burn, the amount of grass, as you can see, that burned in the char marks. This car is basically completely surrounded by gravel. And you can see a small little, well, small little flames right here when this grass burned. Yet, when you turn and look right in this direction, besides seeing Dylan, my technical cameraman, you can see this car. And for all you scientists out there that have been sending me images and you're asking me if they're real, I'm here to tell you, in Jesus' name, what we're showing you is real live on YouTube. So if you enjoy content like this, we ask you to please immediately like this, share this, and subscribe to the channel. Why? Because you are our only hope of getting this out to the world through the YouTube algorithm. This is a tire that is gone. These are the braids of steel inside the tire. Look at this particular rim. Is it safe to say these are aluminum? Look at the windshield. What's that? Are these aluminum? Yeah, that's cast aluminum wheels. Cast aluminum wheel, you can see it, it melted. And the windshield on the look inside? At the, look at the windshield. That is a windshield right there that is completely melted. We have some jumper cables in the back of the vehicle. We have some cast aluminum here that's pulverized, like just dust. How is that possible for a grass fire 
that did not come from this direction because you can see there's nothing that's been burned over here. What could cause that type of destruction when you have a grass fire on this side that obviously didn't connect? But even if it was a grass fire and it's still only half burned, I mean, yeah, you can see there's even some grass over here that's still standing, it's not even been burned. So, even down below, directly below this, you can see some wood fence posts that were burned, but you can see all that grass is still good. So, how do you get this car this hot? In the comments section, I need to hear from you guys, honestly. I need yeah. you to hear in the comments section. There's some smart people, and I'm not talking about, you know, I'm talking about some intelligent people out there that understand physics, science, melting points, not the nonsense people. We need to just silence the nonsense for a moment. We need some real scientists, some real um, professors around the world to check in right now and help us understand what phenomenon, right? Yeah, it's an anomaly or whatever you want to call that word. Right, but this isn't. This is just one vehicle. This is what we're seeing in all. Oh, there's the window down there in the middle. Where's it, the window? Down in the. Crack. Oh, you can see the melted window down in the crack. It just dripped down in there. It's just dripped into the. You can see that. I don't know if the camera's picking that up for you. Okay, guys, this is the last episode I'm going to do for a while, but it should be a pretty good one. It's things that did not burn during the fire. I went through hours of footage, and it was pretty interesting what I found. Here are the famous umbrellas. These are actually Tommy Bahama umbrellas, and I have pictures of these before the fire, so you can see what they actually used to look like. Not very different now. And then the sole surviving car on Front Street in front of the outlet mall and I actually found another sole survivor car the other direction that's a little bit further south on Front Street, which I didn't notice at the time, but here it is right here. You can see it on the left in this frame here. Anyway, I'm going to just roll some of this footage. Most of this is unreleased. It doesn't really work that well with TikTok because this is all shot in 16.9, but uh, I, I've got hundreds of gigabytes, uh, many, many hours of footage, both on the ground and in the air. So all of that footage, again, has been uploaded to a friend in an undisclosed location. They then copied all of that data onto a 256 AES encrypted hard drive and then physically took it to somebody else. Uh, so if somebody's able to intercept that or or get it then we've we've lost i mean there's there's nothing more i could have done in the middle of editing this footage last night there was an incident where some people came to my house they were banging on my door and they were yelling jeff cygnus jeff cygnus um we made the decision just to kind of lay low and and see if the situation escalated I was ready to defend myself. Uh, there was, it seemed like it was at least two people, I think potentially more. Uh, we heard them talking to each other and eventually they just went away, but uh, I could hear the tone in their voice. I mean, these people certainly were not my friend and I just want to speak candidly with you guys for a few minutes here. If I can, uh, this whole last two weeks has been the longest two weeks of my life, no question. And I mean, I've, I've done some stressful things in my life for sure, but nothing quite to this magnitude. And at the moment, I really need to think about the safety of my family and I need to think about my personal safety. Now, I'm not done telling this story, but if anything happens to me, I won't be able to tell the rest of it. I am very confident, though, that the person who is in possession of the footage will be able to pick up where I left off if that's what it takes. And they have the credentials to all of my social media 
and, and so I want to kind of tell you guys what to expect from me moving forward. First of all, I am going to continue with the daily story here on TikTok. So for the people checking up on my safety, please do that. Please continue to look for that. I will continue to post it. I'm also going to upload some high resolution content and uh, current episodes to YouTube and Rumble. And there were a couple of episodes that I edited together that I felt were not TikTok friendly because the terms of service are a little bit different than X. So there's a couple things I'll put on X that will be different. So I'm going to try to do all that stuff sometime very soon here. I need to address a couple things and set the record straight. So first of all, I have made absolutely no money on this. I can't even say that. I signed up for X, so I've made negative $11 a month is the compensation I have received for killing myself for the last two weeks uh, because that's not why I'm doing it. I'm not doing it for money. I've had many, many uh, national news media outlets reach out to me wanting my footage, wanting interviews. I've had some, some lucrative offers from them for sure, but I've turned all of them down that's not why I'm doing it. I want the truth to get out there. And uh, I, I, I'll get into more about why I'm doing this in a minute. But the other thing I want to mention is the only reason I turned on tips on TikTok and X is because I had literally hundreds of people telling me to turn this on. And so I did. And across these platforms, I think last time I checked, it was almost 40 million uh, unique viewers. And out of those 40 million people, nobody tipped me anything. And that's totally fine, but that, that's it's not why I'm doing it. Um, but I, I didn't get any tips. And so I think the people saying that, you know, they, they probably were just saying that so they could create a situation where they could attack me. Um, but the truth is, I really have made no money whatsoever on any of this. And none of this has been meant to be political. I'm not that political of a person, but I do strongly believe in the First Amendment. I think that with situations like this, People should be able to say what they want to say about it. They should be able to report it without being intimidated, without uh, people trying to stop them and suppress them and without the, the government interfering. And I believe that people should have freedom. And I really, really strongly believe that's under attack right now. And no matter what your political ideology is, you should care about that. That should matter to you and you should do your part, whatever that is. And that's all I'm trying to do here is do my part. And it was, it was very evident to me early on that nobody else was going to do this. And, you know, some of the stuff that I've been doing is, is pretty horrendous conditions. I mean, I've been hiking up to a hill, holding the phone up, trying to upload stuff for hours. I mean, I've been like, like nobody else did this for a reason. But aside from that, when I was in the park, you know, and, and, there, and we were being ordered around out of thousands of people, I was really the only one. Uh, pushing for answers and 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 asking questions and 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 I don't know why that is you know I haven't lived here as long as some people and I have some ideas you know I can speculate about that and which is something I will do in the future but it it didn't seem like anyone else was going to do this and on top of that you know the the, the national news they don't tell you the whole story they don't show you everything and they're not even allowed in here right now so I I just really strongly felt somebody had to get something out there you know that was true and. It, I'm not finished with this. I will continue with this for the people asking why I don't show my face. It's because I need to maintain some level of anonymity for safety reasons at the moment. I might show my face in future episodes, but the other thing is, I mean, the story is not about me. So I'm just telling the story and I'm showing you guys what's happening. I'm just telling you what's going on. That's it. So it's not really about me. It's not that relevant. Um, I really want to thank everyone who has supported my efforts here. 
and supported it by following, supported it by sharing, supported it by liking, supported it by comments. I read the comments, you know, and and I can't reply to all of them. I I don't have time, but I I really appreciate them. I genuinely appreciate them. The kind words, the encouragement is a big part of why I've been able to do as much as I have been able to do. So thank you so much, guys, for all of the support. I promise I will be back soon. Uh, So please stay tuned and I'll see you soon. It is my watch. I got to do that to my watch. 10.33 on the 31st of August. And I'm making this video. I've been wanting to make this video all day long. The first thing I wrote on my piece of paper this morning is where are the children? Where are the children? Where are the children? Where are the children? It's the only thing I can think about all day long. Although I've had a thousand things come up and the most craziest conversations and hindrances and issues and technical challenges it just goes on and on and on but i couldn't end the day without putting out this message to you and if there was ever a message that you should listen to very carefully and share 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 and break the internet over it's over the children of lahaina you know we just had that movie come out the sound of freedom jim keely's old you know shining a light on issues we have going on around the world with children we have missing children for the last what 23 days where's the outcry are you guys alive are you guys out there or is this just like or is it all bots is i'm just living in this fantasy land like you aren't really people because we have a lot of missing children on this island and i don't see any kind of outcry i don't see i don't see anything going on as a matter of fact i listened to the mayor's message tonight I was on Facebook. Go, go listen to it. I don't think he said anything about the children. I was waiting for the, the update. Nothing. It was a firestorm. I know, but... There was tornadoes of ash the size of charcoal from a barbecue. Like being thrown by baseball players. I'm ducking behind walls. I had to kick in the door at Bubba Gump's. To get out of it because I was getting pounded. And then Bubba Gump started on fire and I'm running down Front Street and the wall, there's like 80 people and the ocean was on fire. Firefighter told me because the first layer of ash causes the seal. And then the next layer of ash was all the ambers. So the tide line was on fire and I had to jump through the water and come up through the fire. And 80 people, they were on the wall. Everybody started jumping in. Coast Guard was out there grabbing people. And I was like, no, I'm good. I was born in the water. I'm a cot. And they're grabbing people and I swam. I knew my phone was only good for like 15 seconds being submerged. Then swam for like a half mile north. It was like nothing you've ever seen. This was bad that the people in their cars that were dead and from asphyxiation and the fire blew out the car. And you just saw the numbers of the dead are so wrong. People. So this is actually what's happening in Maui right now that a lot of people are not talking about, and it's very sad. So recently, Hawaiian officials just passed a law, listen to this, that does not allow new development on Hawaiian land unless it's a natural disaster. So then guess what happens? 
the laser beams, I mean, <laughs> the natural disaster happens, which allows the new developers to come in and illegally buy the land at a discounted price. And the government knew this. They, they put in the loophole unless a natural disaster happens. It then happens. Developers get discounted land. And who gets screwed? The people. And now what's being reported is that the insurance companies are now trying to get out of paying out the Hawaiians due to zoning infractions, which we know is a bunch of baloney. So we have the insurance companies getting out of having to pay due to zoning infractions. We have the government that put in the loophole that the developers now can buy the hand legally at a discounted price. And who gets screwed? We, the people. This is why the government needs to get smaller and they need to get their hands out of everything, including our insurance. At the Maui Police Department's forensic facility in Wailuku, where morgue operations specialists are actually loading mats and containers um, with of bodies right now. So why is our police chief also our coroner? He admitted that on a press conference just the other day. Legislation was passed that allowed the sheriff, a.k.a. the coroner, to cremate bodies in a new way. I'll go ahead and include the link so you can go ahead and look at those legislation bills. But in doing so, not only are there no descendants there to look for lost loved ones, such as where are the parents to the missing children? They're not there. Not only has this whole operation completely just uh, annihilated the indigenous people of Lahaina, but... And doing what they've done, they've also completely disintegrated all traces of DNA. So yeah, if the math ain't mathing, let me help you out here. Not only is the coroner's office, aka the sheriff, making $800 for each and every person he stuffs in one of those containers that very well is one of these alkaline hydrolysis decomposing chambers. He's not only making $800 per, per person. But by eliminating all DNA, any surviving ancestors to those that perished in this fire, any surviving ancestors that live abroad, say in the mainland, they, they can never return home and state claim to their land because it's, it's surrendered over to the coroner's office. It's given to, it's given back to the state. So, because there's no trace of evidence of the DNA. This is disgusting, you guys. This is disgusting, and I hope this helps somebody. Um, we're at the end, and if you don't know Christ Jesus, now is the time to turn and repent to him. And I'm talking to you elites more than anything. You might want to stop what you're doing because Christ Jesus is coming back, and it ain't going to end well for you. If you think what you've done to these people is just, oh, you just wait until you find yourself sitting in the lake of fire. Because that's what's coming for you if y'all don't turn from your bull dung and repent of your evil and wicked ways. I am hearing crazy shit coming out of Maui right now. I'm hearing that private security has shown up on the island with weapons and is arresting the police for treason because they are blocking the people of Lahaina from access to food and water crazy if that's not crazy enough simultaneously the person in charge of all the housing in maui called a meeting to order where the governor showed up and they declared that they're going to basically relocate all the displaced people of lahaina to the mainland permanently that's their solution and then they're going to flatten lahaina and the five people that got notice about this last minute meeting that was called showed up to testify opposing it and the governor walks out on them that's the most slap in the face thing that this asshole could do right now. 
I don't know what is wrong with our country, but something's got to give America. Paradigm is the government is not actually going to do anything, right? To think that they're going to come and save these people and help these people is bullshit. It ain't going to happen. They're not doing it. And I'm going to go so far as to say that the government is actually against us as far as getting assistance, as far as providing communication, all the colossal errors that were happening the day of the fire. It just goes on and on. If I'm going to say anything, I'm going to say the government is actually the problem versus the solution. And the solution is we the people. The solution is you guys helping these guys in a time of crisis. And if you don't step up and do it here, then guess what? It's going to come into your backyard next. They're going to try to distract you right now. They're going to try to get this off of the media. They're going to try to give you the sound bites that are going to convince you everything is just fine and everything is not just fine. And I'm calling for true Americans, true patriots to come over here, support this cause. If you can't get boots on the ground, give, give money. If you can't give, share the message. If you can't share the message, new paradigm is the government is not actually All right. That might be about it, y'all. I mean, this is like some fucking fucking sad shit. Makes you mad. Like, to be honest, guys, I don't want you to take this as me being like, yeah, it was the freaking space lasers. Like, I'm not convinced of that. Wildfires can behave in strange ways, especially with very, very high winds. Uh, could account for some of the oddities that people are discussing on the ground but to me that's almost irrelevant it doesn't matter okay it's it's how it was handled both during the fire and after the fire like it is abundantly clear to me and i hope it is to you as well that people would have been better off if there was no police response at all right if there was no centralized sort of control mechanisms during the fires more people would have escaped i'm sure of that you know the fact that water was turned off and the sirens were never turned on there's just no reasonable excuse and they're trying to tiptoe around these questions by saying oh well you know the water issue is it's a matter of like what was it? It was like water rights and equity and like, you know, sort of this sort of nonsense that shouldn't matter during a true emergency scenario. And, you know, their their excuse for not turning on the warning sirens is they were afraid people would assume it meant tsunami and they would go the wrong direction. Well, you know, maybe going the wrong direction is better than not knowing anything at all, right? People were given no warning. And nobody's fucking talking about this, man. You know, nobody's fucking talking about it on, on the mainstream news. And I know it happened like three weeks ago. But we still don't know how many people are dead, how many are missing. Like, we are not getting clear information. As I said, it almost feels like all of these videos just surfaced even though they were uploaded to Twitter, you know, a week or two ago, like before the previous WTF forum, I searched on Twitter on X for, you know, hashtag Maui fires. And I got very, very little, um, you know, results except for sort of like the, 
you know, the White House uh, press secretary and, you know, the governor's statement, you know, the governor of Hawaii and sort of all the all the what you might call um, allowable materials. Right. All of this other stuff is just kind of coming to the surface. And I it almost makes you wonder why. I assume maybe it reached a certain critical of mass in terms of shares and likes and, you know, forwards that it finally kind of broke through that that um, you know barrier into the algorithm to where it finally showed up on the search. I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe they're just showing us this now to stoke the stoke the mistrust and the confusion even more. I don't fucking know, guys. But this is it's bizarre, okay? Like all of it just seems so bizarre and I feel so terrible for the people who who have lost their homes and seemingly will never ever get them back. You know, that seems to be the gist of the story. Whether or not this was accidental or on purpose, again, to me is kind of irrelevant. It's what's being done in the aftermath. The the opportunism of using a natural disaster, a quote-unquote natural disaster, as an opportunity to take land away from their rightful owners, right? It's it's just a fucking shame. It seems like a sham, right? Yeah. All the usual suspects get all the views and the real people are in your shadows or in the you shadows yeah uh that's kind of what i'm thinking so anyways y'all i think i'll call it there like i said this was kind of unexpected i just started seeing all of this stuff like and i'm not going to pretend to have any answers right um We'll see. I'll I'll do some more looking into it. I hope my fellow WTF forum hosts do some looking into it. And uh, maybe we'll have more for you on Sunday. Um, but yeah, until then, this has been Mike the Polymath. Oh, wrong one. There we go. And I will talk to you next time.